What's up? And welcome to Espresso with Erin and Sarit, the show where you go to gain the confidence and self-empowerment that you need to live your best and most authentic life. Tough love conversations to reveal the simple truths that will transform your relationships, your body, and your bank account. We are your hosts. I'm Erin. And I'm Sarit. And we are on a mission to transform the lives of millions through the same fitness, nutrition, lifestyle, and financial habits that have transformed ours. Good morning! Today is Q&A day, so we're going to be answering any and all of your questions. Today's first question is from Melissa Luthman from Wapakoneta, Ohio. You know, I wonder, like, who's the person who names streets and cities? Like, they have to be high all the time. Wapakoneta. Like, how do you come up with a name like that? I'm going to name this place Wapakoneta. Akuna Matara. I'm going to name this street Skubidubiabapa. Melissa, I want you to know that we're definitely not making fun of where you live. We're just curious. Like, what makes well, you want well, to call a place I hope, Miami? I hope or... you wouldn't take offense to the name of where you live, considering you didn't make up the name of where you live. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it is, let's name this street Shalapafiawo. Yeah, exactly. How do you spell that? <laughs> However the fuck you want. Start writing it. Good luck, everybody. (laughs) Want to move here? (laughs) You know that game where your stripper name is like the name of your first pet in in the first street that you lived on? (laughs) Imagine if that were a street name. Okay. Anyways, I digress. The question we have is... We're not talking about strippers this morning. On a Tuesday morning. So, okay, today's question. I'm doing the 14-day challenge and just wondering what your timer brand is. I love the countdown that you can program it for intervals. Thanks for the workouts. I finished day six today. Congratulations, Melissa, for being consistent with it. You guys have no idea how hard it is for people to just complete that. 14 days. The 14-day rise above. I'm curious. 90% of people fell off on that. I'm actually curious. I'm curious to know how many of you did it take at least a month to finish the 14 days? If you finished. Many of you are on the burn zones, so you may have already finished that, obviously. But that's beside the point. The timer, the brand of our timer. I don't know the name of the brand. Let's go to the next question and I will look it up. Okay, we'll let you know, Melissa. Daniela Lapre. From Northern Ireland. What is the biggest challenges you've had to face together and how did you overcome it? Man, deep question. That's a good question. That's good. That's good. Um, the biggest challenge we've had to face together. One immediately comes to mind. There's been many, 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 many. Do you want to go first? No, I'm looking something up. I mean, I would say our business has been the biggest challenge. It's like, it, it just, it's, it's a con. Like... Having a business is, every day is a challenge. And the challenge is always just magnified. It only keeps on getting more challenging, 
more complicated. There's so many more pieces that are just, you know, being added to the plate. So I would say the biggest challenge that we've ever had to face is, you know, like our entrepreneurial journey. Now, I mean, there is hundreds of challenges that we like overcome on a regular basis. I would say what today alone we've had like two. Yeah. And it's only, and it's only what, like 946. However, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that that's a challenge. It's just, it's a part of the game, like to problem solve how to overcome that challenge. I think um, you're making an important point by saying it's not that they're difficult challenges because you get better uh-huh. at handling the challenges that they don't feel like as much of a challenge. Mm-hmm. Right. So I would say like the, the thing that has felt the biggest that, you know, even even though we get used to it is would be the business now if we're talking about like detailed things learning how to do new things is always challenging overcoming confrontational situations is always challenging Mm -hmm. and i remember we were in a financial position at one point and you didn't know a lot about my financial position this was very difficult for me emotionally very difficult for you emotionally yeah and that's the lowest our relationship has ever been yeah there was a point in time where you know, I had accrued a lot of consumer debt even before we got into a relationship. And I was making pretty decent money when we got into a relationship. So for me, you know, I had a certain spending, a certain lifestyle, you know, habits that I were habits. So, you know, I didn't um, manage money very well. I didn't pay attention to it. I was just thinking about this in the shower, actually. I think one of the downfalls and the benefits that I've had was that attitude, this attitude of I'll spend it now and I'll figure it out later. It's a double-edged sword because there's good things to that, but it also got me into some trouble. So, you know, there was a point in time where I was at like, I'm trying to think of like the most amount of consumer debt that I've had. It's probably with a car, student loans, other consumer debt of just like bullshit credit card stuff. Um, was probably sixty to seventy thousand dollars. It's like my worst, and I was extremely fortunate to be able to get out of that. You know, I had an opportunity that many don't get. You know, and I went through certain rounds of like, you know, um, getting a different loan that was like a no interest, and then putting all the money there so it would get rid of the interest that you could like if you've got interest like you just you just feel like it's a trap and um i've been debt free now for several months um no student loans or anything and consumer debt free for longer than that but there was a point where we did not communicate about it she didn't really know the severity of the situation you know she you can say how you felt cuz i don't really know um, all the way, but I remember we had to have an extremely difficult conversation. I felt like a sack of shit um, because I didn't feel like I was being the person that she deserved to have. And um, I was putting us in a compromised position as a couple. And that was really difficult for me. Like thinking about it now is difficult. I'm an extremely different person with extremely different behaviors now um, and a lot more responsible. Uh, do I spend, I, I would say we actually, we utilize that resource more than I ever have in my life, but we utilize it for so many different things um, that are mostly just benefit. 
Um, so anyways, that was extremely difficult. I literally started looking for jobs as like, I looked even to go, this was when we had our business already for like over a year. Just about a year. And I was like, fuck, like I need to get a side hustle. I need to do something else. And I was looking for personal training positions again, which is extremely hurtful to my ego because I never wanted to go back and, and work in that environment again for, you know, somebody else. Um, underneath like rain, like certain restrictions, I suppose, is really more the thing. And so that was a, a rough, what, like month? It was more than a month. Couple months? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was a rough couple months. Um, I never had a fear that anything was going to happen or come between us because I knew we would always work it out, but it was extremely like heartbreaking, I think for both of us just to not be connected and on the same page and a little bit just lacking so much clarity in regards to finances. And the number one reason people get divorced is for financial reasons. So, you know, that was a really tough time, but I think in the scheme of things, like a couple months of that hardship was not, is nothing. And especially, I, I don't know about you, but I've been in relationships before where when something is like, when there's some kind of tension, I'm always like, oh, what's gonna happen with the relationship? Are we gonna stay in a relationship? Are they gonna break up with me? Do I wanna break up with them? Are we a good fit together? Or like, And all these things go through my head. I never once thought that though. I never once had that fear of like, oh, are we gonna separate? I just was like, this is shitty and hard, but like, we'll get through it. So for me, that was one of the most, that was for sure one of the most difficult things. You know, I think that, I wonder if there is anybody listening who is a couple who are also like, who own a business together. But, you know, from my own life experience is that, you know, when, when you're a couple and you own a business together, everything is magnified for better or for worse. So like, you know, if you're doing a good job, then it's magnified. Like, for example, like everybody at GrowthCon, like would just stop us and tell us like how amazing you are. And I'm like, I'm just curious, like what, like what is it that you see as an outsider? And it was really interesting to learn. But like when shit is bad, it's like the challenge is like, gosh, like at that point, like I felt as if like I was being like brought down like this with one shoulder trying to do everything that I can to uphold this shoulder up. And I remember the word that I was telling you, it was a Saturday, it was a Saturday afternoon when I had to like finally like clear it out because for a week I'm like, I started feeling this feeling that I don't like and it's called resentment. Like once I, once I have resentment with, with a person, it's like, it's very close to a shift either a shift forward or a shift away from, because I, I just, I do not tolerate bullshit. And, you know, after uh, a week, when it would come up in my meditation, I was like, you know what, I'm just, I'm, I'm going to confront the situation. I don't think that at this point, it's anything that has to do with PMS or anything. It just, I'm, I'm feeling resentful. So I'm not being emotional at all. It is completely logical. And, you know, when, when you own a business, you don't just, especially at the beginning, you just, you don't just have your personal expenses, but you also have business expenses that are like extremely high. And you know, like you have a commitment to make. Um, and you know, we were just like starting things out and you know, like 
I, I was basically personal training to fund both our life and our business. And it, like every month I'm like, fuck, like how the heck are we going to make rent? And you know, at that time I also, you guys, felt, this was two years ago. Yeah. And at that time too, like I also felt as if I was the one pulling all the weight, like I'm the one personal training. I'm the one like developing the programs. I'm the one doing the coaching. And I, you know, like I would ask Aaron, like, Hey, like, what'd you do today? And I'm like, I'm not sure if she's doing like even half the amount of work that I'm putting in. And like, I get it. Like we, we had different roles from day one, but show me, show me that you're taking massive action. Like I am because I'm trying to support us. I'm trying to pay rent and I'm trying to fucking move a business. Cause I have a massive mission and you know, I opened up the conversation with the confrontation and then the whole can of worms just opened up and the hardest, but best moment. Yeah. And I, it's funny because, you know, we were talking about like last week, we were talking about the, the skeletons in the closet, but it's like, you know, sometimes you have to date somebody for a certain amount of time in order to basically experience a certain situation with them. And, you know, that could either lead to a pivot forward or a pivot backward. And mm -hmm. I was so resentful that day. And, you know, I had to come clean about it. I'm like, look, I, I feel as if I'm being taken advantage of. I'm clear on where I'm going and what my mission is. And, on, and quite frankly, I want you to be a part of it. However, based on how you've been acting, it doesn't, it doesn't seem to be the case. Meanwhile, I'm doing everything that I can to support us. I'm doing everything that I can to literally like move the business forward. I think that week we were like <laughs> that one day when we actually got a new client, had we not gotten that one client, we would have had $0 in our business account, you guys. And, and like, I remember I, I had a conversation with one of my personal training clients and this is a really vulnerable conversation. Yeah. It's way. extremely embarrassing for me too. Cause I was not pulling my weight and that's why I felt like a piece of shit. And you know, I was telling my, my personal training client, I was like, man, like, I'm not sure. Like I might just have to, you know, continue just doing personal training for the rest of my life, which is fine because I love it. But you know, like my goal is to magnify our impact. Yeah. It's not fine. Right. It's not fine. And I was really stressed out for, for so many reasons because you have this vision and it, it looks so clear to you, but it's like, you just keep on like hitting hurdles after hurdles after hurdles. And then it's like, if you're in a relationship and the expectation is that, you know, we're both putting in the work and I feel like I'm the only one who's fucking grinding, grinding, grinding. And you weren't yet. We had a really hard conversation. And well, I think for me, I actually just didn't know we were still new in business. Like everything that we're doing now, we were just so new that I think there was so much uncertainty and lack of yes, clarity I and agree. direction. And I just, I didn't know what I didn't know. Yeah. So, you know, in my mind, I'm like, I want to do this work and I want it to be on this business. I don't want it to be personal training. I don't want it to be this other stuff. I want to move this forward, but I didn't know how. So, you know, I, and that's not an excuse you know, I could have been doing something else. And what happened? Then what happened? I said, lots of opportunities. I said, up. I said, fuck this. I went to self-made. No, Remember? that was after. There was after this conversation though. Cause I was like, I need to bring money in and I was going right. to go back to work and I was going to go train at EOS fitness in Encinitas, 
California. Yep. And I got offered a position immediately. When you've been training for over a decade and you have this much experience, you can literally get a job anywhere and they would be fucking delighted to have you. So I went in and, and I was going to take a position there and then I got, I saw another opportunity and I went to self-made and I started training at self-made. Self-made is where you pay rent to do basically your own business in this gym. I'm like, that's genius. I literally would go online. I went to 24, this is a great entrepreneurial story actually. I went to, I got a, a gym membership at 24 hour fitness, one location. I said, I'm gonna go in here, I'm gonna work out, I'm gonna make myself known, I'm gonna be seen, I'm gonna talk to people, I'm gonna make friends, and I'm gonna get them as clients, and they're gonna come with me right across the street to train with me at Self Made. This is what I did. And I remember, and I had goals, and I got, I don't even know how many clients I ended up with. I was almost like full-time training. I trained people, I trained some people for free, just so that I could take like videos of me in action, I would literally train them for free. Mm-hmm. I would um, to self promote, and then I would put these things on Instagram, and then I would put things out. You want a free consultation? Come here. I would go on Instagram, and I would find the people who were going and tagging themselves, checking in at twenty four hour fitnesses that are in the area, um, whatever other kind of fitness places that were in the area and I would friend them and then I would like some of their photos and then I would message them. Like I would just make myself known to people, start asking them questions. I would get them, I would say, Hey, look, happy to help you for free. Show them the value that I have to give to them. You guys being an entrepreneur is just it. There's a hustle and I've fucking done this to many of you, but here's the thing. I know I have, the product that can solve your problem. Shame on me for not doing that. Shame on me. I see you, you're drowning in the ocean, and I just let the boat go by. Eh, good luck. What an asshole I would be. I think that's why we both picked up business so fast at any gym that we were ever on. And I had, yeah, I had my own motives, of course, but the only way I'm gonna get what I want is if I give other people the solutions to their problems, which is what they need, right? Everybody wins, that's a great deal. So I would go and I got, I got, I would think I was up to like seven, eight clients at one point and I was like, perfect. This is the amount of time I can dedicate to this to bring in this amount of money I feel better about myself. Why? Not because I have clients, but because I fucking earned. You like you felt like you were pulling your weight to just I but I I went I made it happen. It didn't fall into my lap. I went out, I was on social media, I was physically going to different gyms, working out, making building relationships with people offering them my help for free so they could see my value and then they would pay. Mm -hmm. And then what I did is I took them from self-made to our home so I was no longer then having to pay rent at self-made. And then we had neighbors who who did everything that they could to shut us down. And then another adversity. Yeah, and that was a difficult situation And then COVID hit. And then COVID right after that, yes. We moved, we moved, we paid rent at this house and we paid rent and a deposit at this house which was a scary amount of money at the time. Very scary amount of money at the time. I think rent was like 31 or $3,200 plus. Then we paid like eight grand for 
first month's rent plus the deposit and whatever in one month. And that was like crazy. So then COVID hit. So then people couldn't come to train at our house. Luckily, we had already began to pivot. So then we just went full force pivot. It was, it was, it was, it was a wild time. Anyways. There is lots of good lessons here. <laughs> this is becoming more of an entrepreneurial conversation, but I love it because I'm so passionate about it. Um, but, you know, you guys, this is the importance of faith. Had it not been for our faith and clarity since day one, we would have given up. We've had so many opportunities to give up, be it that situation that persisted for basically like a fucking year. Us Honestly. feeling like we had no money for yeah a long time. Yeah, until like it scraping. just yeah, until it just got like really bad, and then I was like, "Fuck, we gotta confront the situation." And then it was like one other thing, and one other thing, and one other thing. So for one, you know, like if you then we had a roommate situation, which was yeah. another thing. So yeah, it never it never ends. But you guys <laughs> like it, it, this is really important for entrepreneurs, but not just if you're an entrepreneur. If you're an entrepreneur, like you need to be clear about what problem it is that you're so solving and you have to really give a fuck about it. And I'm saying this from my own life experience because I feel like some entrepreneurs say, no, like don't follow your passion, follow your money. But I'm like, if you're passionate about it, you're gonna keep on fucking persevering through shit because this thing is bigger than you. Had it been about my comfort zone, I would have given up a way long time ago because we had a really badass job at a really like luxurious, awesome place with clients who were like basically like world leaders. But and we wanted, we were wondering how they were able to train in the middle of the day, how they were able to pay you know, $150 a session, three, four times a week, you're dropping $1,800 to $2,000 a month to pay for personal training in the middle of the day. Do you work? Like we're, we're asking these questions, like how did you get to that spot? Like if you can do it, then the other people should be able to do it, right? So that's not the point though. Yeah. Um, so, so point number one is like have faith in, and, and be clear about what you want and why you want it. The reason why we pursued this mission is because there, there's a huge gap, you guys, in the fitness and the weight loss industry. People think that when it comes to weight loss, all they have to do is fucking work out. No, dude, if you just work out, you're not going to get anywhere. This is why so many people who work out don't even look like they work out. Because for one, you don't know how to fuck to work out. And for two, you don't know what to do this, this, the minute you, you leave the gym. Maybe even you fuck it up when you're in the gym because then you go for this peanut butter shake that's filled with sugar and fat. And I'm like, man. Um, but that's not the point. So you gotta, you gotta have faith and you gotta be clear about what, what is it that you're you know, going after and why is it important? The reason why this is something that's really near and dear to our hearts is because for one, I've been through it all. I've seen it all. I've struggled, struggled with disordered eating patterns for a bigger portion of my life. Having overcome that has become my mission to fulfill that. Also, I've seen the really negative side of not taking care of yourself through my dad when he had a heart attack. It was literally the worst day of my life. And I'm like, I don't want families or anybody to ever have to experience this in their life because this is the shittiest feeling ever. Life was not meant to just work and die. But that's how most people live. They're just like numb. They're numb to life. 
Not, like, no, dude, life is more than just a paycheck. We do live in an economic world, and that's why it's important to pursue, to pursue financial freedom. However, most people who go to work know nothing about financial freedom, and that is another problem. And we're going we're gonna to help you guys solve that problem. So, so, so that's the lesson number one. Like, know what you want and know why you're going after it, okay? Can I add to that lesson, though? Yeah. Like, because whether you're an entrepreneur or not, you are an intrapreneur. You're not a businessman. You're a you're not a businessman. You're a business man. Said Jay Z, right? I'm not a businessman. I'm a business man. Why? No, no matter where you go, you're solving a problem. You go to work. You drop to work. Somebody else owns the business, the company, the whatever. You show up. There's bosses and managers and things. You are still solving a problem mm -hmm. you're solving a problem for the company if you're a salesperson you're solving their sales problem you're getting them more customers you're getting clients or whatever right if you are a customer service representative you are solving the unhappy people's problems or the people who uh, have questions or don't know how to find something or need something you're solving a problem now you can be an entrepreneur which is like Yo, I'm going to be so valuable to this company that when they become non-essential, I'm still essential. I'm still essential because I have so much value in this company that if you got rid of me, you'll be fucked. Mm -hmm. that's, that's what you can do. Even if you're working for a different company, you're still solving problems and you can still show up. Most people though, they'll show up and they do just what they're told. But you have the opportunity to think of more ideas. Mm -hmm. You have the opportunity to open your eyes and say, what else is going sideways here? What else can be improved here? Where are the gaps that I see in, in this organization that maybe I have the skills to help fix or help solve? You become then invaluable. So that's still part of that lesson. But the, the, still the point is you need to know what it is that you want and where you want to go. Yeah. And then get on the right bus. Get on the bus that's going there. Mm -hmm. Right? Ours is a jet. <laughs> I want to give a shout out to our team members. Look, they're all entrepreneurs. There are entrepreneurs in our organization. So much value. And that's why we give them shout outs all the time. Why? Because we are marketing them. Because they're a business. Yeah. Man. Crystal Catalina, Lauren Waymeyer, Ashley Riddle, Stacey Kay. You are your own business no matter where you go. Mm-hmm. And that's but but most people don't don't want to claim responsibility you want responsibility and you want to be an action taker because that is how you achieve freedom 401k all of that bullshit dude that's bullshit those are just scams to attract the average by the way inflation is only getting worse and worse each and every day like 401k like ain't no shit pursue financial freedom don't rely on the government okay um, so that's lesson number, number one, lesson number two, you gotta have courage. You guys, you gotta have courage having that difficult conversation. Like, man, it wasn't easy, but did it bring us closer together? Yes. Could have it brought us, you know, farther apart. If you know what, if we were not on the same page, it would have, Yeah. And if we were to... not on the same page, then it would have been better to end it sooner rather than drag it on but the like a trash can on the street but the reason that it like <laughs> the reason that it took courage are you watching the garbage man go by and that's why i said that <laughs> but you have to have courage because look having that conversation means i don't know how this person is going to respond to me 
but I'm going to protect myself because that's my duty and obligation to yeah. protect myself first. And to have courage is to make a decision assuming whatever risk or being accepting of whatever result may come of your decision. Mm -hmm. That's courage. Yeah. Courage when you're afraid, you do it anyways, but you also have to be accepting of the result of the decision that you've made, the courageous decision that you've made. You could approach your boss and ask for a raise and you are accepting whatever response happens from there. Maybe you're gonna get fired because they're pissed that you asked for a raise, I don't know. Maybe that's one of the, the results. Maybe you're gonna get a raise. Maybe that's one of the results. Yesterday we talked about what's the worst that could happen, what's the best that could happen. Focus on the best thing that could happen. Manifest that, think about that. Run it through your head and you know have the courage to, you know in this case it was a difficult conversation. Um, Kristen, Sam, I'm not saying that 401 is is made up. 401 is a thing, but it's inefficient. No, nobody achieves financial freedom from 401k. It's just, it's an attractive thing to, to pursue most people. There are better ways. Yes. It's a very inefficient way. Um, the next point, you guys, whatever it is that you're seeking to achieve in life, find a mentor and make sure that that mentor is the best one ever. For you. Yes. Who has proven that they can help? Man, we've had so many mentors and like we felt so lost. And that is the worst thing ever. Gain clarity with regards to whatever it is that you want to achieve. That is the most important. Like it's invaluable. We even had some mentors that were not the right fit for us. We yeah. paid like a good amount of money to learn. <laughs> That's education though. We paid to learn. That yeah. that's not the mentor for us. You go to school, yeah. you pay to learn. You pay to we learn pay that you hate math. We pay, right? So, you know, and that, that's the deal. That's, that's, you can think of it as like, oh, we wasted money. Or you can think of it as like, oh, no, I learned a valuable lesson. Yeah. And, 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 I, and I paid to learn the lesson just yeah. like you would in school. Yeah. Um, and if you see it that way, then you're not thinking, you're not thinking like, you're like, okay, I can move forward. Yeah. Do your due diligence to, to really see like how, you know, if mentor is something that you're looking for, which I highly recommend that each and every one of you guys do have one if you're looking to achieve anything great. And that doesn't mean you have to pay for a mentor. People can be your mentors without them even knowing you're, you, that they are your mentors. Right. Books, podcasts, YouTube, you know, social media. There's mm -hmm. so many people putting content out there that you can just absorb. Now... When you pay, you're paying to get closer to the person, mm -hmm. right? We pay to get close to people mm -hmm. because the more successful people are, the more difficult it is to get in front of them because more people are wanting to get in front of them. Mm -hmm. But I will tell you, attention follows money. And when you pay somebody, they're like, who's that? I'm going to follow the attention. Yeah. So, you know, at the point in time that it's right for you, then you need to begin investing in their programs, in their products, in their services, in their time, you know, if you then eventually, if you want one on one with somebody, you know, like the closer you get to people who are extremely successful, the more you need to invest to 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 learn those lessons, you know, and that's a, it's a process. Anything else on that? 
Yeah. So this that, that one question about what was one of your difficult Great friends question, Danielle. Really thank far. you. Thank you so much for for inspiring that. So the timer, going back to the other question um, from our friend in Shuwubi Dubop, um, Ohio. Ohio. <laughs> the timer brand. What is the brand of this? Set CC. <laughs> Or is it C's? S E E S I E. C C. C? Yeah, S E E. S E E S I I. C C. Three inch LED interval timer. I think we got a bigger one though. Wait, that's not. No, ours is Synergy. Synergy Premium LED S Y N E R G E E. Synergy Premium LED Programmable interval wall timer let's go one more question okay unless it's like um a daniela question that would be basically <laughs> i which i love but okay that's a rachel cohen from connecticut sounds like you're a member of the tribe homie shout out to all of the jews in the house and yes i'm making an assumption or at based least her on, last name based on a last name because it is a, a jewish very jewish name. and rachel is a very like that's awesome. Um, how can I get my hands on Burn Zone 2? If we want to get two to four, is there a package option? Thanks. You guys are awesome. You are awesome. Yeah, great question, Rachel. You can get your hands on Burn Zone 2 by going to improveusolutions.com forward slash BZ2. Or by going to erinandsarit.com, right? Isn't there like a... The first one is on there. Oh. Yeah, we got some work to do. The first one is on there because we want people to have something to start with before they progress up, you know. But a package deal is something that is in the works for the future. Yeah. But not at this moment. Yeah. Available for purchase online. Yeah. So if you go to improvesolutions.com forward slash BZ2, you can actually get it at a discounted rate. Holla. So... Go get your hands on the burn zone. And if you're listening and you're like, what is burn zone two? We'd recommend that you start with burn zone one first. Which is uh, at improveusolutions.com forward slash burn zone. Simple. B-U-R-N-Z-O-N-E. Burn it, zone. It is a eight-week workout program. The regular burn zone. Body weight. All you need is literally just enough space to cover up a yoga mat. However, you don't even need a yoga mat for that. And, you know. But grab your kids, grab your wife, grab your husbands, grab your dog. I haven't said it in a minute. Um, <laughs> it, is, it is constantly varied, high-intensity workouts. Um, so every workout is completely different from the other. And it keeps on progressing upon itself. If you've done the burn zone, go ahead and drop... Uh, a flex emoji. I want to see who in here did a burn zone. If you're listening and you haven't yet done a burn zone and you're not clear on your workouts, then you need to get your hands on the burn zone. Um, we do all of these workouts together with you, actually. And Boogie shows up sometimes, too. Just Congrats, Sandy. Yeah, buddy. Flex. There you are. There you flex are. Flex emojis there you are. all there the you way. Are. Ashley Riddle has been, like, jumping in, like, a hundred times this morning. Look at you guys. Keith! Keith, you and I, we need to have a conversation about an anthem. <laughs> Lauren, can you make a connection? 
We were watching Undercover Billionaire last night and, and the, the girl who was making uh, juice shots was saying, every company needs a jingle. I'm like, not every company has or needs a I jingle. I want to have a jingle. I want to have an ENS jingle. Sounds cheesy as fuck. But yeah. hey, you know, you never forget. Mama keeps whites bright like the sunlight. Mama's got the magic of Clorox too. You never forget that shit. It just pops into your head, right? They're great! You know what cereal that is. Tony. It's Tony, Mr. Tony Tiger. Hey, girl, hey. Yeah, yeah. Keith, we gotta connect and, and work in a jingle together. I Can't be cheesy, though, Keith. It's gotta be badass. Well, if he's anything like Lauren, then he's gotta be badass. I love it. Okay, well, hey, you guys. Um... Um, that, that does it for today's conversation. We hope that it added value to you. I personally really like today's conversation because I love talking about entrepreneurship and anything that goes along with it. You know what? Actually, I want to take a poll and I would like you to send an email to Aaron at AaronAndStreet.com if you are... You know, like there, there may be some entrepreneur or entrepreneur like people in the room and, you know, we're working on some things for the future that we would just love to gauge an interest. I'm not here to like offer anything right at the moment, but just to kind of see like how many of our people or maybe Stacy, actually, can you put a poll on the page to say like who, who is, we'll talk about it. Um, cause I need to think of the like right question, but I just want to gauge like who's here to want to do something that's more fulfilling to them than what they're currently doing or, you know, in what way can we add value or be able to help? Because, you know, entrepreneurship is something that is becoming a real passion of ours because especially for women, um, because there's so many components and we've learned so many things over the last three years. And we're just getting started, but you know, it's like, I would just love to know. So Stacy, if we can put up there, like, you know, what would the question be? Well, we'll send Stacy a question. I don't even know. This but, is just, this is real. And you know, I, I want to, I want to have a poll right now too. Some of you, some, all the polls. Well, I, I'm, I'm curious about Wednesday's conversation. Um, because we need, we need to start setting up our, our topics for, um, for, for the April. next quarter. But did you guys like Wealth Wednesdays or do you like no. whatever Wednesdays better? Or we could just rotate through them. Can you write either Wealth or whatever based on whatever you connected with more? I really like whatever Wednesdays, but I see the value of Wealth Wednesdays. I know that a few people have asked about it. Um, I think that they're both valuable. I think everybody likes to learn about how to make more money. Kristen St. Louis likes whatever better. We got a wealth. We got a wealth. Oh, wow. I feel like it would be valuable to just put, put, yeah, like a rotation. Like just put, put wealth into Wednesdays. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah, it's mixed. It's very mixed. Okay. Alrighty. All cool. right, you guys. So that's decided. Said, tomorrow, tomorrow, whatever Wednesday. Also, tomorrow is going to be the last episode for the week you guys thursday and friday we will not be doing espresso or monday next week because of ens live um for those of you guys who are coming we're super 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 stoked 
um, to meet you and to do all of the fun things with you. For those of you guys who won't be coming, we will miss you. And we really hope that you make it to the next one. And I also really hope that when you say I will make it to the next one, you actually mean it and you don't just say it because it is going to be epic and it's going to add a shit ton of value to you guys. But we will, after tomorrow, our next episode will be Tuesday of next week for Mm -hmm. Mm Q&A. Okay, so mark that in your calendars. In the meantime, we hope that you have a beautiful day ahead and we will see you tomorrow. Bye! Thank you for listening to Espresso with Erin and Suri. On your way out, be sure to check out our website, erinandsuri.com, to keep up to date with what we have going on and maybe grab some free stuff. And if you feel so inclined, hop on over to leave us a five-star review. Wink, wink. And remember, life is more fun when you subscribe to Erin and Sarit. <laughs>